0: It is Super Friday here on Amber and Ian. Amber and Ian are presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Jonathan Zaslow filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons tonight. We are... Very fortunate to have Adam Thielen, Panthers wide receiver, joining us right now. And Adam, thanks so much for your time. You hold several NFL records, including eight straight games, over 100 yards of receiving, 74 receptions in the first half of a season. You just had another 100-catch, 1,000-yard season. What is your favorite, like the coolest record that you've touched in your NFL career?
1: Oh, man, that's a a tough question. I always say that I... um we'll look at those things and kind of look back at those things when I, when I retire right now, I'm so focused on um, getting better. Cause uh, I know I got a lot of ball left in me and I, and I, I know I can play at a high level, but I got to go out there and prove it every single day. And I got to work to have those opportunities. So uh, a cliche answer a bit, but, but I think, you know, when I'm able to be done playing, I know that I'm done for good. I can look back and, and really kind of uh, be proud of some of those accomplishments. But again, I got to get better right now.
2: That
0: was a football answer if I ever heard one, Zach. That,
2: that was a quarterback answer, you that know, was. just toeing the line. You, you ever think about playing quarterback, Adam?
0: <laughs> I, I thought about
1: playing quarterback in, about, in seventh grade, and then I threw a ball about 30 yards short of the receiver on a go <laughs> ball, and uh, they quickly moved me back to receiver. So <laughs> I think I'm in the right spot.
2: Adam, you know, you you spent the first nine years of your career in Minnesota, and, and I'm sure at some point before you left – you probably thought about what it would be like playing for another franchise, playing in another city, new teammates. So what was that adjustment like for you?
1: It was a big adjustment, uh, to be honest with you. Um, You know, something that, you know, I was, I was, uh, uh, you know, I guess a little excited about to take an adventure as a family. It's definitely not how I drew it up. Um, Would have loved to finish my career in Minnesota. I had every intention to do so. Um, and obviously, growing up a Vikings fan, um, and then playing there for ten years, I, I never thought I would I would leave. But when the kind of writing was on the wall that they were going to move on and, and move in a different direction, um, you know, I was excited for for our family to kind of do something different. My wife and I had never left the state of Minnesota, high school, college, NFL, um, and so it was a new adventure for our family, our three kids, and us to kind of do together um and it was it was fantastic you know uh, really kind of embraced uh, ourselves you know immer- you know uh really kind of put ourselves out there as far as joining a new community and and putting everything we had into it uh, my kids love it there they love the schools and, and everything that comes with you know a new a new team you know joining the panther nation and and all the new kind of things that, that came along with that they were excited about so um, it was great, but it definitely was a transition. You know, definitely missed a lot of parts of, of, of Minnesota and, the, and the fan base and, and just there's so many great things, um, in that organization and that culture and that community. Um, but, uh, but really excited about the direction that the Panthers are going in right now and, and, uh, being part of a new squad for now.
0: I'm curious, Adam, because you went undrafted when you got picked up by the Vikings, and we're talking a lot in this Super Bowl about a guy who was drafted very last in the draft as Mr. Irrelevant there in Brock Purdy, when you come into the league, whether it's last in the draft or whether you're undrafted, and then you go on to have a spectacular career like you have, do you think maybe you appreciate it a little bit extra than you otherwise would if you hadn't been overlooked?
1: Well, I think I think at first, yeah, you have that chip on your shoulder. Um, that really you continue with your entire career, uh, knowing the fact that um that everyone overlooked you, that no one believed in you. Um, yeah, you, you keep that chip on your shoulder forever. But at the end of the day, you know, after you know, rookie camp and your first training camp after that, maybe after your first year, um, no one really cares where you got drafted, you know. When you got drafted, as far as you know, maybe you didn't get drafted. No one cares about that. They all they care about is putting the best roster together, putting the best players on the field to help them win a Super Bowl. And so, um, yeah, the first couple of years are tough to get opportunities, things like that, based on when or 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 not you were drafted. Um, but after that, shoot, they're they're trying to put the best football players on the field. So uh, you take advantage of those opportunities. Uh, you go out there and you prove it day in and day out. And Uh, again, they're going to put who who they think is going to help them the most and uh, give them those opportunities.
2: Adam, there was obviously a lot of attention played on your team this year, not just because there was a coaching change in the middle of the season, but more so, I would say, because the number one overall pick in last year's draft, Bryce Young. Uh, Certainly, he struggled most of the season, but what were some of the things that you saw out of him that that you actually liked, that that you said, hey, this is something we could build on?
1: Yeah, well, there's there's a couple ways to look at it. I think number one, um, I think it's the best thing that ever happened to, to Bryce as a person and as a player to go through some probably the most adversity you can possibly go through in your career, um, and to have it happen year one uh, with so many expectations and, and things like that, and and really everything stacked against him for a lot of reasons. Um, um, you know, I think it's the best thing that ever happened to him. I think he's going to look back at this in five or ten years and say, man, I'm so glad that happened. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much of what not to do, what to do, what what helps you be successful, what doesn't help you be successful as an individual, as a team. Um, and he's going to be able to really lean on that experience. Uh, now, do you wish that upon anybody? No, it was it was, it was tough. Um, it was a tough year. And, um, you know, for him, probably never, never lost, really much at all in his entire life, Uh, high school, college, you know, um, getting drafted first overall, a lot of excitement in his career. So um, tough year, but um, I'm very excited about uh, the pieces that they're putting around him now and um, the coaching staff, the the leadership that they've put in place in this organization. It's all the right things to help Bryce be successful. And, you know, there's other things I know that they want to do and they need to do to really help him, um, you know, be the best he can be. Um, but but I'm, I'm very encouraged by a lot of things that I saw last year that, that no one probably sees from the outside. So um, whether that be in practice, whether that be his maturity, um, how it changed from week one to, to the last week of the season and, and all the adversity that he faced and really was able to stay strong and keep fighting, and, and those things are going to um, really help him in the future. So uh, there's a lot of excitement in, in the building in the locker room uh, for what he can do in the future.
0: Adam Thielen joining us. Uh, There was a little shot taken last night, Adam, in the opening monologue of the NFL honors against your team and your new head coach, Dave Canales. He noticed it. He retweeted it. He didn't run from it. Uh, It was kind of funny how he took it right on. Give us some thoughts on your new head coach.
1: Yeah, well, honestly, uh, I think he's very similar to me. You know, he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, uh, been overlooked a, long, a lot of times in his career. Um, maybe that would be for an OC position. Um, and then I don't think he got too many calls for, for becoming a head coach a, a, as well. So I think he's got a big chip on his shoulder. He's got a lot of energy. Um, he's got a lot of confidence. Um, and I think he's got a very high character um, that I, I've, I've gotten so many text messages over the last few weeks since he got hired of, of just his character um and you know you you really find out a lot about people's character when they go through tough times or the teams going through tough times or they're going through adversity and all these text messages i'm getting are saying hey this this guy's done it the right way he's climbed the ladder the right way he's not throwing people under the bus to, to to you know get a better role or things like that he's just working he's grinding he does things the right way and he's he's, he's climbed the ladder the right way so you can really respect that and Um, I think that's what you need in a leadership position.
2: Adam, what are you expecting out of the game this Sunday? And what's the setup uh, for the Thielen family? You guys all watch together. What are we doing?
1: Yeah, I'm actually really excited. Um, You know, usually my wife and I go out to the Super Bowl um, for the week. Don't necessarily go to the game. Uh, Don't go to the game, but um, go out there for the week. And, you know, we kind of do our thing out there, just us two. Uh, but I'm really excited this year. We're staying at home. We're, we're in Charlotte. Um, we're going to just do a little Super Bowl party at our house for the, for the kids and uh, maybe a couple friends and, and just hang out, have some pizza, and watch the game together. My seven-year-old son has is, is really got into football and watching the games and into the games and really understands the game now. So I'm really excited to be able to watch it with him
2: and hang out with his family. And what are we expecting out of the game?
1: Yeah, I'm expecting a great football game. Obviously, two two teams that are playing at a high level, obviously, um, and two really great defenses that are playing at their very best um, this time of year. Um, and then, and then, you know, you just have you just there's a lot of unknown as far as what what the offense is going to look like. You know, is it going to be a running game? Which is crazy to think that the Chiefs have have been winning football games by running the ball because that's not really their mo. But um, I'm excited to see how this game plays out from an offensive perspective, obviously offensive guy, you know, you, you, you always love to see how teams are going to attack it, you know, how they're going to change maybe their game plan from the past. Are they going to throw it a little bit more? Are they going to run it more? Um, you know, who's going to, who's going to catch the momentum and, and really move the football and score some points. So, uh, I think it's going to be a close football game. I think it's going to come down to the, to a two minute drive at at the end of the game. Um, which most NFL games do come down a two-minute drive. So let's see who can uh, handle the pressure. And, and uh, I think both quarterbacks have the ability to play in big games and play well, so excited to see that.
0: Yeah, we're all excited to see Super Bowl 58. We're also excited for the invited celebrity classic, which is a PGA Tour Champions competition featuring 78 PGA Tour champions and 40 sports and entertainment stars, including Adam Thielen. Tickets are free to attend. It kicks off. From Irving, Texas, April 19th. Go to invitedcelebrityclassic.com. You can also check it out all three days on the golf channel, channel where it will be broadcast. What is on this celebrity list? There's a lot of celebrities that are going to partake in this thing, Adam. Uh, what is a celebrity that you're looking forward to most playing with or seeing?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I've played in a lot of these because I, I, I just absolutely love playing in uh, you know competitive golf tournaments, especially with guys and gals that are in you know, similar, they've been through similar things. You know, they're maybe they're baseball players or or tennis players or maybe they're in the entertainment business. And you really get to play with a lot of amazing people that have been at the top of their game or profession. And you really get to find out how they did that. And you get to pick their brains and you get to learn things from them. Uh, So really, uh, to answer your question, I I can't wait to play with uh, anybody. You know, all these different uh, people that get to, Invited, It almost becomes a little bit of a fraternity going to these celebrity events because um, it's kind of a lot of the same people that play in a lot of them that love the game of golf, they're competitive, um, and just are great people. You don't get invited back to these things if you're um, not a good person and not, not fun to be around. So it ends up being a phenomenal little fraternity going to, to this tournament, which is a fantastic tournament that raises a bunch of money for charity, uh, going out to Tahoe for the ACC championship um you know out in, in uh we just finished up the one in in uh, lake nona in florida um they're just fantastic events and then you pair it with in in florida you pair it with the lpga tour and, and seeing those uh women at the at the top of their game and then this one with the um champions tour guys that that have been doing it a long time and have had ton of a ton of success with which I didn't really realize is the Champions Tour, basically all of them, basically to get on it, had to have had a lot of success on the PGA Tour. And, and most have had tons of experience on the PGA Tour. So you get to pick out a pick their brains and, and understand how they got to the top of their game and how they were able to have longevity and do it for a long time and be consistent. So i uh, very blessed to be a part of it and excited to get back out there.
2: Adam, better feeling knocking in a long birdie or catching a touchdown?
1: Oh man, knocking a long birdie. It's a lot harder to make birdies than it is to catch a football. So uh, I, I just, there's just no no better feeling than in, in golf. You know, you, it's an individual sport. So whether you do something great or you do something terrible, it's on you. There's no one else to blame or to celebrate with. It's just all on you. So it's just an unbelievable game that uh, challenges you in a lot of different ways and has really helped me in, in, in my profession uh, to be able to handle adversity, to be able to kind of, um, handle the good and handle the bad, and and, and uh, really is the one way that I can help, um, you know, become a better football player with the mental side of my game. I feel like there's not a lot of ways to become stronger mentally in sport, um, but when you do it in competitive golf, I feel like it is the best way to, to really um, hone in on your mental your mental side of sport.
0: In fairness, catching footballs is really easy for you, so. <laughs> all of it sounds impossible to the rest of us. Adam Thielen, wide receiver for the Panthers. Thanks so much, Adam, for your time.
2: Thanks,
1: Adam. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Take care.